Um, but anyways, back to the cornerstone. So you really started diving into cornerstone in 2019 before you're doing $2 billion in revenue. What kind of revenue did you hit in 2019? We did like five, right around okay. five. Okay. I think a little over five. So it's a big jump. Yeah, and then the next year was 15, and then we stuck right around there. Um, this year, collectively, between all the companies and the roofing space, because, again, we're rolling up with other companies. Yeah. We should be minimum 50 upwards, wow. like a high-end goal of like 70. Nice. What, what year did you sell it? In 2021. Okay. So after we had the the year of 15. Okay. Um, we sold it that next spring in uh, March 1st of 2021. Wow. And then it took about a year and a half, and we bought it back. Wow. Nice. Are you allowed to talk about why you bought it back? Yeah, kind of. Yeah. Okay. I mean, we. So what happened there? So, so we sold it, and uh, there were some promises made. Yeah. And it's all like public stuff. You can yeah. go look it up. I mean, I, a public company bought us. Uh, it was a forty-eight million dollar deal. Got a lot of cash, millions of dollars up front. Got millions of dollars in shares, and uh, after a year, I had what was called a make whole provision. So at one year. If the stock wasn't worth X, yeah, it dropped below that. They had to make me whole, so they had to get me back to forty-eight million dollars, which meant offering a lot more stock. Yeah, cash and the stock something. dropped uh, like sixty-six percent. Oh wow, wow! So they basically owed me. It was like one hundred twenty-seven million shares of Holy smokes! Um, yeah, so it, it was a tough spot because for yeah. them, like you know. It's hard for them to give away that many shares because it would dilute the other shares so much, and you know it, it could cause some issues with shareholders more. and people want to share, people want to sell, and yeah, it was just a tough situation. So we ended up um, negotiating. It took like eight months from like January of that year to August of that year, um, and ended up selling where I kept all the cash they had given me. I kept millions of shares they had given me. Gave back a good chunk of the shares that they had given me. Um, and a big part for me was just being able to take care of my team. Because I had sure. promised about 50 people on my team that I was going to give them X amount of shares. And every person that I promised to to get shares got at least what they were promised or more. So wow. I was nice. – now there's a couple of people that like left me and kind of – yeah. Well, at that point, it's, they don't yeah, get nothing. Yeah. Yeah. There were some people like Diego left. He got his shares. There were some yeah. people that left, and I, I did. It's just depending if they did it the right way or not. Yeah, yeah. no, I mean, that is what no. it is. So I was I was most proud of that, and I, I don't say that as awesome. like a pat on the back. It's just no, like yeah. important to me, and I, I hear so many people. There's actually a guy locally, and I won't say his name, that I know really well that just sold his company for like $30, 35000000 million, and – zero interest in giving anything to his team like yeah. people that have been, like this is an old away. company this older guy people have been with him 30 plus years wow no talk of it i'm like dude like i don't i don't understand 30 million bucks like you know how easy it is to carve off three million something yeah, yeah. and just make someone's life like dude yeah. 25 grand 50 grand 100 grand is life-changing to some of those to people, a lot yeah. of people yeah. i had to explain it to my girlfriend i just got a check for something recently and it was a pretty significant amount to where I was like, well, I got to give some of my core team something. And my yeah. girlfriend's like, why, why? I'm like, yeah. I wouldn't have gotten this if it wasn't for them, exactly. you know, and, and, and if, and only a couple hundred dollars, $500,000 is massive to them and nothing yeah. to me at this point. So 
why not just throw a couple hundred bucks at it, make right. them happy, get them better, you know, keep them motivated for hopefully another year or something like that. Yeah. Till I get the next check. <laughs> <laughs> so during that transition of where you got acquired and then bought it back, did you transition out of Cornerstone during that time frame? Yeah, I did. Yeah. Well, and I had already had Walker in place. So I brought Walker Thompson in in March of 2020. Yeah. He kind of, uh, I guess the best way to explain it is just shadowed me for that entire year, like went on every trip with me. I introduced him to all my industry con- uh, contacts. And then January 1st of 2021, we made him the CEO and I stepped down. So he was already in place yeah. before the acquisition. So that made it pretty easy. Um, and, and when they bought us, really my goal with the company was to focus on M&A, go get other companies. Yeah. And so when we got the company back, it just kind of, Kept running. Just the same. Yeah, just the same because Walker's still in place. And he's crushing. He does so much better than me in 99% of the areas. Yeah. Yeah. Were you concerned at all during that time that you kind of had to take it back? I mean, you got rid of it, so that Yeah, I mean, it was it, it got into a, a nasty lawsuit. Like, sure. we got into a nasty lawsuit because they were trying to get me to basically give all the shares back. And yeah. I was like, I ain't giving nothing back. I did my part. We kept everything the way we we're supposed to. It shaped up your way, you. right? Yeah, 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 it worked out great. I mean, yeah. I, I yeah. basically said, I think I even said publicly in a podcast, like, I will not settle with these guys. Like, because I just wanted to prove a point because they said some nasty things about us. And I was like, yeah, I'm going to prove that we're not the guys they say that yeah. we are. That's- and then they came to us with that offer of like, you can take your company back. You can keep all the millions of dollars and we'll give you millions of shares. And I was like, oh, damn, that's pretty good. Yeah. Okay, yeah, I'll yeah. do that. Because Cornerstone's great. And I love the people. That was a big part of it, too, is the people. That's, uh, dude, we could go down a whole rabbit trail here with this, but I'll keep it short. You know, when you sell a company, like that's, for a lot of us, that's the climax in business is selling a company for millions of dollars and changing your life. You know, you think that, but... Ultimately, what you're doing is you're selling your team. Yeah. Like the people you love and you care and you know their family and you go to their birthday parties and you hang out. And dude, that's rough, man. I was about to ask you how that was. That hit me harder than anything. Um, How do you think they received it? I think everyone was understanding and I had a good enough relationship and they knew the terms of the deal. And it was like, okay, you'd be an idiot not to sure. take this, you know, cause well, we got a great deal. We negotiated a great deal and some people and they were all going to benefit from it too. Cause of the shares. Were you gonna well, say? I was going to say some people are going to feel negative about it. Yeah. And- there was a few that maybe felt, I don't, I wouldn't even say jaded, just like disappointed, like yeah. didn't want it to change. Didn't want the culture to change. And uh, RoofCon 2021, one of the reps came down because, like, the Cornerstone guys always come down and help us set up the show and stuff. And they still did, even though I was kind of out of it at that point. Um, he came up to me as we were setting up a booth. He's like, Hunter, man, what's up, brother? I miss you. I haven't seen you in forever. And, dude, he hugged me. And <laughs> this is so so corny, but, like, when we were hugging, I just started crying, dude. I was like, man, I feel like such a freaking piece of crap. Like, yeah. Cause I sold my people and that was never the intention, right? Like you don't want to sell your people, but you want to make good business decisions. And ultimately it's going to happen anyways. There's, it's, it's crazy how many people don't have an exit plan. Like you look at all the boomers out there right now that they just had a business for 40 years and they don't know what they're going to do. Yeah. Yeah. It's like my grandpa. But yeah. So that's a a very unique feeling. So I feel like I would have done it anyways, but giving them the share that that part 
I think made me feel better. Give you a little it. bit better peace yeah. of mind. Yeah. yeah. Well, that is tough because you're separating, like you mentioned, you're trying to make a good business plan. You're trying to make a good business move, but you're also compassionate about the people that you've worked with for all these years. So out of all your businesses right now, which one are you most excited about? It's really like a tie for three of them. <laughs> well, I don't know, maybe four of them. Uh, That's cheating. Repcar, we just hit 77,000 users and we're, into uh seven figures in ARR, which is a pretty big deal That's in huge. software. Yeah, 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 like sounds like not much compared to like our service businesses, but in software, like that's that's pretty that's big. Massive, yeah. So we're we're crushing there, growing at a very rapid face, uh, a very rapid pace. Um, so I'm excited about that. Uh and I, I really don't have much to do with that at all. Like yeah. I just invested, I knew the founder. Um, and so I don't have a whole lot to do with that other than just being a big cheerleader and yeah. talking about it on podcasts and stuff. <laughs> uh, and I really do feel like every entrepreneur and every sales rep should use RepCar because there's a free version and it can completely change your game and increase your sales. Yeah. Uh, I like it because it like lets you rate the sales rep. Like, yeah. So you get the reviews on the actual yeah, so person that you're dealing GMB, with. But yeah. yeah. Sales yeah. rep too. Rufa.com, the partner program is growing super fast. Like, I see that I every day. That, like, like two years ago. So I, I acquired Roofing.com in April of 2021. Just a domain or the business yeah, just model? just a domain. It was, okay. it was nothing, just domain, yeah. It took two years basically working through what we're going to make it and building out the partner program. And so we just launched that April 1st, and yeah, it's going great. New partners every week. It's That's awesome. awesome. Yeah, I see it on Facebook all the time. It's like every two yeah. days. You we're trying two to sprint to like 200, 300 partners across the U.S. So we have a, a solid network yeah. of people that homeowners can go to. And, uh, like we have qualifications they have to hit, you know, they gotta be a certain rating on Google, so many stars, so many actual reviews, have licensing, have yeah. insurance, like trying to make sure that it's a place that homeowners can go and feel, feel like safe. they're finding someone yeah. trusted. That's got such huge upside because I mean, you just can't beat the domain name. Yeah. 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 <laughs> it doesn't so, get so that a funny yeah. story too, man. Like, cause in 2019, the year that Cornerstone started doing pretty good is the year that I started RoofCon. I was sitting at a table, even though we were doing good and we did like five million, whatever, you know, I was still not super healthy cash flow wise. Yeah. You know, like that's just the game. Like people, if you're in your head and you're a business owner, like, dude, that's just part of the game. It doesn't yeah. matter if you're doing a hundred million. I, I met, uh, do you know, uh, I probably shouldn't say his name. It's a software company that does a lot of money worth like, I know for sure a hundred million dollars because they got an offer for like one fifty the last time uh -huh. I talked to the guy, which was like a year ago. Uh, probably worth hundreds of millions now. He wanted to buy a URL and it cost a hundred grand. And he's like, dude, I just I can't do it. I don't have the money. And this is a company worth a hundred and fifty million dollars. That's insane. And he turned the offer down. And so that was for me because he's way up here compared to me. I'm like, man, well, that makes me feel a lot better about my cash flow issues. Yeah. But in that moment, 2019, uh, I wanted to call the event RoofCon. And so I looked up RoofCon.com. I was sitting at Shorefields in TR. I got a picture of my wife and my son. He's got a lemon in his mouth. I always share that in one of my speeches. And I, I looked it up. It was five grand for RoofCon.com. I was like, dude, I don't know if I can freaking drop five grand on a stupid url and my wife's like just do it we'll figure it out you know and then two years later we bought roofing.com for half a million dollars <laughs> so Jesus. it's just a crazy transition Jesus. you know yeah uh, but pretty cool so partner program um rep card the roll up with cornerstone is super exciting because we're gonna 
make a huge impact on the industry. You rolling it up some, with the roofing.com or what? No, we're going to keep it separate. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Just, just have it as two separate assets. That was kind of one of my hangups because we were doing it with roofing.com there for a little bit. That's yeah. what we thought we were going to do with the domain. And, uh, I got, man, bombarded with offers in the last year for roofing.com for cornerstone trying to get me to do a roll up. We got some solid offers, really good, like multi figure offers. Um, but at the end of the day, I was like, you know what? I can do the roll up without roofing.com and leverage roofing.com with a partner program. And then I have two assets. If this goes bust, I still got this. If this yeah. goes bust, I still got this. Absolutely. Um, so roofing.com's fun and then roll up's fun. And then revolt is probably the least um upside financially for me, at least right now. But what I'm most passionate about because of the sure. impact we make. I mean, the retreats, you know, Revolt X retreats, um, our member retreats, our events, like just make a huge impact. Absolutely. And I, I hate saying that because I'm not bragging about my own thing. I'm not trying to brag, but you've been there. I've like experienced, you, yeah. I mean, yeah, I mean tears are flowing, yeah. people are getting vulnerable. Um, yeah. and people are definitely growing at those types of events. Yeah. So that that brings me the most most joy. And I, I'm trying to figure out constantly. How do I scale that to to develop my millions of leaders, right? Because yeah. that's the goal for me. For sure. Um, so, so these other things are like, while I'm passionate about them and I care about them, I want to make sure the offers are good and I'm taking care of uh, the clients and the team members, at someday those are going to go away. Like I'm going to yeah. sell those or whatever. Revolt is like that lifetime. I tell people this all the time. Revolt is to me what Virgin is to Richard Branson. Yeah. Like that's his baby. He ain't ever doing Forever. anything else. If he does something, it's under the Virgin brand. You go to virgin.com, you look up all the brands, it's Virgin Planes, Virgin yeah. Space, Virgin yeah. Galactic, whatever. I want that to be my my revolt. Like I care that much about it. And I know that we can change so many lives through revolt, not just through the mastermind, not just through the events, but just the brand in general. Yeah. That's awesome. How so? How did you did you always have such a big vision to be able to like truly say like I want to develop millions of leaders to go on and impact billions of people like fire, firefighter days hunters? Yeah. No, no. Would you would you have been that audacious? No, I mean I I told you my goal. I said it so many times was a millionaire by thirty. Yeah, right? like that's and now a million dollars ain't nothing. I thought was. The climax was go. a million bucks, and then I realized, dude, million isn't anything. Like, you can't you live can't the rest of your life million. on a million. Yeah, million. especially after taxes. <laughs> um, so, yeah, no, I was not thinking that big. When I started Cornerstone, I was not thinking that big. It just continued to evolve, continued to evolve. As was, you saw what you could accomplish, yeah. your goals got bigger. Pretty quickly, like by 2020, uh, the, the vision for Cornerstone was like, we're going to hit $100 million. Yeah, that, awesome. that is the goal is to do $100 million. Um, The roll-up, we knew we were going to do a hundred million. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, right now it's casting that vision for roofing.com of we want 200 to 300 partners in the next two years. So I, something I tell the team all the time is, you know, we're already there. Like, here's the goal. We're there. Yeah. The time just hasn't elapsed. Like we we're putting in the work, putting yeah. in the effort. We're doing the things necessary to hit the goal. At this point, if we continue to do that, it's just time. Yeah. We just got to let the time elapse <laughs> for sure. Where do you find the time to do all this stuff? I mean, like, what do you have like a specific way that you manage your time and stuff? And what's your no man? I'm actually and... very uh, 
cowboy when it comes to, Me too. to time management, like yeah. the podcast. Like I'm like, I need to know like a day or two before. I don't like I'll scheduling you know. stuff way out because I Crystal, travel. You know, the so morning much. of. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I prefer that. Like, hey, can you yeah. be here in 30 minutes? If I can, yep, I'm there. That's yeah. how you were with me. You're like, come to the members retreat. It was like the night before, or something <laughs> like two days before. And I was Dude, like, I wish you could have yeah. come. It was so far. I wish I could have came too. I we had a couple of speakers that are just ballers, like sold for tens and tens of millions, over a hundred million. One of them, like just killing it. But yeah, yeah I'm, I'm very much like cowboy. You know, I, I, I try to remember to book some stuff on my calendar. Like if it's like this, I book yeah. it on my calendar, but I ain't gonna lie. I forgot about it. Yeah. Nine 30, my alarm went off at the office. I was like, Oh crap. I get the podcast. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> and I've, I've hired an EA before Jenna, you know, yeah. Jenna, uh, she's the director of events for us. Uh, she started as my EA and I just, I don't know, man. I feel like such a weirdo with an EA. Yeah. Like, I ain't that big of a deal. I feel the same way. My calendar is like one or two things that I kind of have to remember and then yeah. I don't have anything else on there. And then my it's, assistant's it's, always Well, we're visionaries, <laughs> right? Like you're definitely a visionary. I'm definitely a visionary and I hate being tied to a schedule yeah, because it too. just hinders my capability to be flexible and do what I, I really yeah. want to do. Well, I, have I such love a, doing. I'm big on that. Like every day's different the way you feel the way you want to go like you know it's like those sayings about like you can put 100 percent in but you only have 20 percent to give as long as you give all that 100 percent of 20 percent. but like and every day is different especially in construction it's like we have a schedule but yeah. that shit's all over the place right. tomorrow <laughs> might change everything for the next day and, and i get a lot of employees that get pissed about that because they're always moving around like crazy and they don't have a specific set time of where they're supposed to be and i'm letting them know the day of so i just like the that's the nature of the business sometimes yeah. you know it's like got to kind of go where it's at like figure it out move yeah, like this I morning get, you didn't call me and said hey you got to be here at nine fuck i'm coming bro yeah. like, <laughs> <laughs> i uh i get messages like dang near every day of people like oh can we hop on a phone call or do a zoom or yeah can i talk to you about my business and like i used to do that a lot it's like dude at this point i just don't have the capacity For so sure. I, I just started yeah. using uh, this app called Intro. It's actually super cool. Like people should check it out. It's called intro.co instead of com, it's .co, where you can pay different consultants and entrepreneurs to just talk and get consulting. And it's relatively cheap for the level of people that are on there. Um, like <laughs> Spencer Raskoff, which is the founder of Zillow. Like yeah. I paid to talk to him for 30 minutes and it's like 500 bucks. So I just set up an account on there for me to do that. So when people are like, Hey, can we have one? Call? Here's my link. Yeah, yeah, that's smart. And I hate doing it, man. Cause it, again, I don't ever want to act like You're a big shot, but yeah, it's just, I don't have the time or capacity anymore. So like yeah. I throw that link up and if you want that, go book a spot, but especially was, certain people are calling. Like I got shout out to Jacob who's been calling me for the last four weeks. I don't even know what he's trying to sell me, but I know he's trying to sell me something. I don't know his last name. <laughs> Sorry, dude, if you're watching, but like, you know, and I feel bad because every time he calls, I'm like, hello. He's like, it's Jacob, bro. I'm like, hey, man, like, yeah. I can't really talk right now. Like, I'm in the middle of something and he, oh, book a date. He books a date and that date comes up and I'm like, hey, dude, I can't talk when, you know, that's coming up. I'm I'm too busy or whatever. I'm like, just I'll call you when I have a second to sit yeah. down and listen the to your pitch. The thing about charging, man, is just the people who pay pay attention and they're for serious sure. you know yeah like, and they're looking you give for advice yeah. to some somebody that doesn't pay like 90 percent of the time they're not going to do anything with yeah. it yeah i want to yeah. spend my time with the people who are going to make a difference because at this point like my time is limited and precious yeah. and it's a weird thing i was just telling ken backstage like 
at this point, with all the guys in place and all the, the team in place, I do less throughout the day than I've ever done. But my capacity, That's what my I was about mental to say. capacity is like tapped out. Yeah. Like, I don't know. It's a weird thing, man. Like I'm ready to just go home and hang out with little man all the time now. Yeah. Absolutely. That's, I was about to say the same exact thing. It's not even really about time at a certain point. It's more about what mental capacity, handle. right? Like yeah. I'm playing pickleball an hour every day or whatever, but it's the, yeah, the strain is, him, bro. bro I'm, I'm anytime you want to How smoke. Does that <laughs> We made it pretty far in the bracket. You won one game, lost four. Pretty much. <laughs> we made it pretty far. <laughs> Who's we, your we lost to a 10-year-old. Uh, did you really? Shit. Yeah, we really fucking did. But his dad <laughs> his dad was really good. His dad was like a 4.5, like 5-0 player. Like, That's he was funny. good. Never played pickleball. Uh, Who's your partner? Patrick Story. Damn it, Patrick. Yeah, Patrick, I'm still mad at you. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. Um... But it's more like the mental capacity, like the stress and all, like um, like solving through problems. Like a lot of times, I just need like some quiet time to like really think through issues and like do some stuff I really love to do. Because in those moments is where I really kind of get all my inspiration, sure. right? Yeah. So it's just your day looks different. And it's not necessarily that you don't have time. It's just you know can't handle it. Yeah. It's a lot. I mean, you I gotta think be selfish, right? I don't Sometimes think people in business, you got to be selfish. The toughest um, thing is trans transmitting that onto my girlfriend and like going home and bringing that with me and sometimes she's trying to talk to me and I'm like look I just I just can't yeah. like I don't know what you're talking about I can't even <laughs> listen to you and I'm sorry but yeah if you knew what I had going on in my head right now you wouldn't even be trying yeah. and she's like you're not even listening to me I'm like I'm not like just <laughs> give me a second just because you're yeah. talking doesn't mean I'm here yeah, yeah. yeah no, and then she'll get pissed and I gotta figure that out I mean that's the probably one of the more difficult things about entrepreneurship you know like they say it doesn't doesn't turn off no matter how many, if you work 40 hours, 12 hours. Bless the curse. Yeah. But you just got to weigh your pros and your cons, right? And I think uh, like anything, like how you evolve in business, you can evolve in the family life as yeah. well. Yeah, yeah. Um, it just, it's reps. Everything you do is just repetition, right? The more you do something, the better you get at it. Okay, so we're going to jump to the hot seat questions. Uh, my first question was when I was actually introduced to your name and everything was through field what really happened with that and are you uh, still interested in creating something like that yeah so with fueled it was basically just a local version of revolt is what we're trying to do and uh just open up a, a spot where people could come in and kind of like a, a playground for entrepreneurs if you will uh with some co-working space jujitsu mats we had the workout equipment training center all that stuff and really just didn't make sense to continue it um when they were telling us they're going to tear the building down. Oh, sure. Um, well. They actually, that that company, George Coleman Ford, they sold to an out-of-towner, and they're tearing the rest of that building down and putting their service center there. So it just didn't make sense for us to move it. Makes sense. Is that something you want to do again or something similar? I mean, you've Not got Revolt. Not anytime but... soon, um, and I, I would definitely keep it as Revolt moving forward. It was really dumb, uh, to be honest, like big mistake in my entrepreneurial career to even try to create a separate brand. Like it should have just been revolt local or okay. something like that. Uh, cause I was, it was competing like two different teams, two different marketing campaigns, branding, mm -hmm. yada, yada, yada. It was dumb. Should have just done one brand because it's basically the same thing. Okay. I didn't know. Yeah. So I didn't know revolt was after too. So that's pretty cool. What do you feel like something that you struggle with the most as like on the day to day basis as an entrepreneur, like, being where you came from to where you're at now. Yeah, I think uh, the comparison trap is real, you know, on, on social media. I had it deleted for like a couple of months, and then I 
Facebook's weird. Like you can't really do Facebook Live good unless you have the app downloaded. So I re-downloaded it for a member retreat so I could do lives while I was there, and I still got it. Uh, but I'm just so competitive, man. Yeah. Like going back to that, we talked about a pickleball, anything. I'm just competitive. And so when I see someone else doing well, it's not that I'm like upset at them or like, oh, they suck. Like yeah. I'm not necessarily jealous of them. I just want to be better. You know, yeah. like yeah. You I want you yourself. to win, yeah. but I want to do better than you. For sure. If I'm, if I'm telling the truth, like, yeah. And that's a, a real thing to say, and maybe that sounds arrogant to, to listeners, but it's just the truth. Like, yeah. I'm a competitor. I want to win. I You can have a great game. You can score 30, but I want to score 31, yeah. and I want to win. <laughs> like, it's just I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. No, yeah. I think it's just real. Uh, I, I kind of feel the same way, too. I mean, I think any entrepreneur that's good at being an entrepreneur always wants to be better than the next person. Yeah. And yeah. you just don't have the full story. That's, that's the biggest part of this is you don't have the full story. Like, you see – their car or their house or their plane or whatever on social media. You just don't really know like how they got there. If it's legit, mm-hmm. there's so yeah. many fraudsters out there now, you For know, sure. and, and you yeah. shouldn't compare yourself to others, but I catch myself doing it too often because I have to check myself up and say, Hey, I'm, I'm where I'm at now. And honestly, if you'd asked me 10 years ago, would you like to be where you are now, Hunter? What, what would you do to be there? I'd, I would have done anything, right? Yeah. Like if I could be where I'm at right now, if you'd have told me that, I probably wouldn't even believed you, right? Because yeah. again, the goal was a million. To get to where we're at now is just unbelievable. It's such a blessing. Absolutely. But I look at the other people, I'm like, oh God, I gotta get to I gotta get to a billion. Like I gotta yeah. get a billion. That's a tough thing, is like never really finding that comfort of just like of success. You know, like I set a goal for real estate, got my license a year ago. I set a goal which was like three million close first year. That's pretty a lot, that's a lot for most new agents. I beat it. I got it. Now I'm like, all right, that fucking suck. Next, next mission, you know? Yeah. And it's like, I got it. I didn't even like enjoy it though. Like, I think I'm that's like, the big it, difference between a mission and a vision, right? Like a vision's almost unobtainable. It's something that you strive for your whole life. Missions are something that you can accomplish and then reiterate and, and put a new mission in place. Right. So that's the thing. I, that particular goal, I thought that it was out of out of reach i was like there's no way most agents hit a million i'm not gonna do there's no way i can do three i'm not even really focused on this full time hit the three i'm like oh, well shit i can go more but i didn't even like really enjoy it you know it's like yeah. now i'm already thinking about the next well, one it's really an addiction dude like yeah. it really is like yeah. i used to have on my bio that i was a business addict i mean it really, it really is, is for sure yeah. like chaos that. addict you that's mine you get your high you, you gotta get that itch yeah yeah hmm. nice what do you think um you know, what do you think's in store for you? Like, are you, as far as like uh, jumping into acquisitions and stuff, are you trying to acquire the world or is there certain businesses you're going after? Like what, what is the Hunter Baloo yeah, like, I, mission? I want to do less um, founding companies because that's kind of been my, my zone is founding companies, yeah. getting creative, building the team. Face the uh, I've, I've heard this analogy and it's funny because I was in the Marines, but uh, they talk about in business, there's the Marines, there's the Army, and there's the police. Yeah. The Marines storm the beach, they take the beach, so the Army can then go into the town and take the town, and then the police maintain the town Yeah. and police the town. And there's kind of those three in business, too. you got your people that are startup people like me. I love the chaos. I love getting it started. Then you have your Army people that come in, and they start building out processes, SOPs and integrating things and doing EOS. Yeah. And then you have your police type people that come in and they're just your steady eight to five employees. 
Um, and for me, I'm, I'm for sure in that Marine group. So I enjoy the chaos, but I really am trying to move more into a position where I just work with people who have already founded a company, have some level of success and get an equity in that company. Yeah. It, like the rep card's a perfect like example. Yeah. yeah. And what did he say? Michael said, uh, 90% of acquisitions are a success. Yeah. Uh, 90% of startups fail and 10% of acquisitions succeed. Or sorry, it was the other way around. Yeah, yeah. Ten yeah. percent of uh, of of startups make it, and and ninety percent of acquisitions make it. So, yeah, I mean that's smart because you and like you talked about is there's no uh, you don't have to deal with the whole startup cost, buying trucks, building the brand, and all that. It's pretty much stabilized there. You just have to kind of better it, you know, and that's that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, for sure. Have you put a time stamp on your uh, coaching a million people to impact billions? It's kind of a lifetime goal. Yeah. Um, it's my life mission. Yeah. Um, obviously, the sooner the better. What I need to do, um, and I know this, to hit it faster is be more active on social. I just, yeah. I really try to not be on social too much. <laughs> yeah. Uh, part of it is because of the comparison trap stuff, but part of it's just I'm just not a big social guy. Yeah. And I'm yeah. such a weirdo too, man. So like strong. I'll go two weeks and I won't think of anything to post. And then in one day, I'll have six different things I want to post. Yeah. And it's so annoying. So now my, my team and I, we are working on, you know. Schedule. Scheduling it out, being a little more disciplined. I gave them access to my, my Facebook so they can just run it. And yeah. I don't have to try to remember. Absolutely. I mean, that's, that is another yeah. thing because then you get into like the actual social part of it and you forget that it's kind of used for your business. And then you start saying things and talking and then you get involved in drama. At least I know that I do. Yeah. And it's just not worth it. I, I I'm kind of similar where I won't post for two or three weeks and then I'll like unload in one day. And then I'm like, <laughs> I should have scheduled that out. I probably should have planned it. And, right. and that's what I'm trying to figure out now. It's been kind of a pain in the ass working with uh, uh Juliet personal brand coach and yeah. stuff, trying to kind of help me organize that a little bit better. Nice. Cause it's just a mess sometimes. I'm, I'm the exact opposite. Like I stub my toe and post it on social, right? And I think that's <laughs> what allowed me to grow so fast is I personally, honestly, I, I don't like social um, just because it's time consuming. You get in that time trap or comparison trap or whatever. The but also the upside, especially in startup phase and letting people know who you are as a person and mm -hmm. what you're about and all that good stuff, like, truly help Swamp Rabbit move and grow as a brand at a rapid rate. Yeah. yeah. I think people hire you for you and not just because well, your company is. Because you're a real is. person, yeah. right? Like, um, and, you know, you can show your passion through there by posting 26 pictures of 26 different angles of a truck and yeah. in front of a nice house. <laughs> Another five-star review. <laughs> yeah, the wind blew just right. I'm just throwing that thing up. Um, but, yeah, I think it is kind of like a, a, a yin-yang type effect of, when it comes down to social media, like yeah. you got to take the good with the bad yeah, uh, or the bad with the good. I'm sorry. Uh, you got any more hot seat questions? No. Do uh, you want to plug your book? You know, cause I'd actually like to maybe do yeah. something where we can kind of maybe give a book or two away. Yeah. Yeah. Happy to do that. Yeah. It's called make it count. Um, forward by John C. Maxwell. That was yep. awesome. Like huge for me. He's kind of like one of my heroes. Um, and I, I had him come out and speak at RoofCon <laughs> 2021 and uh, just built a relationship with him there. Went on a couple of trips with him. Like he did a couple of trips. He did one to Dominican Republic where he worked with like the government there and some of the churches. And I flew out there with him and just kind of toured around. And it was super cool. And just asked him if he'd do the forward for me. And he did. Nice. So that was That's awesome. really cool. 
Um, we hit Wall Street Journal number one bestseller, which is wow. crazy because that's insane. I barely graduated high school. I yeah. put out a book. <laughs> well, I've always wondered that. So, what is the what's not an end goal, but what's the the goal for putting a book out, and then like what can it really bring back? Yeah, I mean, again, not to to be corny, but really just to impact people. You know, yeah. like I, I know that if people read that book, they'll be impacted. Um, the the feedback we've gotten from it is so cool like it, it makes it worth it because it was the worst thing i've ever done in my life i mean <laughs> dude yeah i think it's like fifty five thousand words wow. or something like that i mean it's a decent sized book well there's a good hot seat question did you use chat gpt to help no <laughs> no 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 um i, I, I wish would. that it was more well known at that point That's, that shit is the uh, best man i just yeah. used it the other day i love that thing yeah. i'll use it for everything in the future ones i'll probably use it to help me Come up with some crafts and some ideas. ideas. Yeah. yeah, but not write the entire thing. Yeah. Uh, but the last one was me and uh, my wife helped me a lot. And then I ended up hi- hiring uh, somebody on John Maxwell's team to help me out with it. That's awesome. Uh, so, yeah, man, it was, it was, we were actually in here. I was recording the audio book for Audible when we got the call that we hit number one on Wall Street That's Journal. Cool. Yeah, That's really cool. Was, yeah. And that was like all categories, not just like some little category. So, do you ever yeah. see that coming from that so, or just? Oh, I didn't. I didn't expect us to do that well. I really didn't. Um, so that was really cool. Um, a, lo- a lot of the exercises we talked about today are in the book. Not all of them, but a good chunk of them are in the book, so people can actually go through the exercise like themselves, write it out right there inside the book. I prompt them on how to do it. Um, I ask them some questions along the way, and then the audible is cool because we do like a podcast at the end of each one. You know, Posey. Yeah, my buddy Posey. Um, he interviews me. So basically, he he sat in there with Ken. He listened to me read the chapter. He'd write down questions throughout the chapter that he felt like listeners would have. Uh-huh. And he came in here and interviewed me for 15, 20 minutes and that's asked awesome. me questions. Yeah, that's a good idea. So it was like yeah. seven seven hour audible. So wow. pretty cool. That is really cool. Uh, David Goggins did something like that, and I, I enjoyed that. And I've actually read your book. I haven't listened to the audio, but I'll definitely have to check it out. Yeah. Um. Sweet man. Well, we appreciate you coming out. Appreciate your time. We feel like I feel like this was a great episode, and there's great. so much value. Yeah. Um, we'd definitely love to get you on for a part two. But if so, if people are looking for you, looking to get connected with Revolt or Roofing.com or any brand that you're associated with, how do they find yeah. you? Yeah, if you look me up on Facebook, it's just Hunter Baloo, or my my tag on Facebook and Instagram is Red White Baloo. My last name B A L L E W, and then like Revolt is just the Revolt.com. You can even go to HunterBaloo.com. Um, if you want a free book, if you're watching this and you want a free book, let me know and I can get it to you, especially if you're in, your, if you're in Greenville. We have thousands of copies that are all awesome. in TR, so happy to give away some some books. Yeah, I think we're going to come up with a little giveaway for somebody here and maybe some call to action stuff too. Yeah, That'd we can give away okay. – uh, I'll give away the books for free if people reach out like the – let's just say the first hundred so there's not anything crazy. Yeah, yeah. Well, and then nice uh, we'll, we'll do a free people. Revoltex retreat spot. Miss some okay. come to Revoltex, business owner wants to come out. Sweet. It's usually twenty five hundred bucks. Wow. Yeah, man. Yeah, that'd be awesome. I appreciate that. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. Pleasure. Brother. Pleasure meeting you and, and had fun getting you on here. Yeah.